Welcome to Healthcare's 8 Million Seniors, a long-term care leadership podcast created to educate, equip, and encourage healthcare leaders like you. This podcast is powered by Mas Vita Health. And now, join me in welcoming your host, Caleb Long. Thank you for tuning in to Healthcare's 8 Million Seniors, a long-term care leadership podcast designed to educate, equip, and encourage long-term care leaders like you. I'm your host, Caleb Long. I'm the creative director of Moss Vita Health. And on today's podcast, I asked our very own Brandley Whiteley, she's our Senior VP of Compliance and Clinical Initiatives, to join me as we discuss how to level up your oxygen program. I'm so excited to share our conversation with you today. Let's dive in. Hey, Brandy, how's it going? It's going great. How are you, Caleb? Doing good. Thank you so much for joining me today. And the topic today is oxygen. And so for all of our listeners out there, all of our watchers on YouTube or whatever podcast channel they're on, can you just give us a definition? What is medical oxygen? What goes in that cylinder um, that all of our seniors, um, not all of our seniors, but a lot of our seniors and throughout the nation use every single day? Okay, well, I can start off with with oxygen. They do classify oxygen as a drug. So with the FDA, it is classified as that. And so with that being said, anybody that utilizes oxygen um, requires a prescription to do so from their physician. Now, what exactly is oxygen? Oxygen is like 99% purity. So what's in that E cylinder, that M6, that D cylinder, whatever cylinder is that has been prescribed how much, how many liters they use. Um, The purity is set at 99%, at least at a minimum. So that's what's required. And so that's what's provided. Mm. Well, thank you. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, when I think oxygen, right, I just think right there, right? Like that's oxygen. Yeah, that's air, right? But that's not quite what we're 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 looking for a purity for the patient to Mm -hmm. be able to breathe better because they're not getting enough of what's supplied to them in the environment. So we give them a boost. Okay. That's awesome. Thank you. Um, That mainly just educated me. I'm sure. I'm sure everyone else knew that. (laughs) (laughs) You would would be surprised how many (laughs) people do not understand or don't quite know or have the knowledge of why we supplement oxygen, but there you go. No, that's awesome. I mean, that's what we're here for, right? So um, so who uses that? Who would need to be prescribed oxygen? So typically it's people that are requiring some kind of respiratory uh, service. Mm-hmm. Typically that is your patients that might have a diagnosis of COPD or might have a diagnosis of emphysema, or maybe they're a uh, trait patient. Maybe they're just having difficulty, um, congestive heart failure. So typically there's an underlying reasoning why we have to provide oxygen on like a continuous basis. They've got some kind of um, illness or a a comorbidity that requires that. So that's where where it comes from. And most of our our, um, people are, um, you know, of older age. There are younger ages that require it, but most of our so in in a long-term care facility, I mean, out of you know all of them in the nation, you know, or let's just talk Texas, about 1,200 in Texas, right? 
Right. Which of them would be prescribing oxygen to the residents? All of them. All, All of them will yeah. probably have some form of resident in their locations that require oxygen. Wow. Awesome. So this is a huge deal. I mean, really. Huge. The, huge. Yeah. In the long-term care community. I mean, you really can't as an operator, as an administrator, as a director of nursing, you're gonna uh, you can't have, avoid it. No, you're going to have mm-hmm. a resident in your building that requires oxygen, period. So, yeah, it's it's important, right? It's absolutely vital that we get it right, you know, That's and we correct. do it right. That's correct. Um, so kind of in that vein of getting it right and doing it right, what are the options? What is an operator, administrator, director of nursing, what, what are their options to provide oxygen to the residents? So typically when you have your post-acute care, they're looking at, I mean, we have our large gas companies that provide, you know, oxygen, uh, helium, nitrogen, whatever it is that we're needing to utilize it in the world, right? Mm-hmm. But with long-term care, they have to use typically a third-party vendor, which is being supplied from the big boys, you know, that play in that right. oxygen realm. And so there's usually three or four people that they have to go through or three or four different areas that they have to go through to be able to obtain those cylinders that, you know, that re- that have the oxygen that they need for their residents. Okay. So um, let's break that down a little bit. So what you're saying is I'm a director of nursing or administrator and I've got to get oxygen to my patients. So I contact vendor A and this is some, a, a vendor that supplies all sorts of different, you know, natural gases essentially, right? Right. They, have- they need to go. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Um, either typically what they'll do is they'll call somebody that um, supplies either oxygen therapy services, like um, maybe they have concentrators or maybe they are providing oxygen in cylinders or they're providing BiPAP, CPAPs, all our respiratory ventilators, they're able to do that, but they're also having to go from then that's where they get their actual oxygen, which they get from someone else. So does that make sense? Yeah, so so a vendor is using a vendor. Yes. Supply to the long term. Long term. That's right. Right. So, to or I should say the long term care facility, right? To the skilled nursing or the nursing home, right? Assisted living. So, I mean, technically those costs would pass through, right? So, if they, Mm -hmm. so if a, you know, an operator, you know, buys from this vendor or rents, you know, whatever that model looks like of oxygen, right? Mm -hmm. They bring that oxygen in. But they're not supplying that. They're not creating that. They're not transfilling it. No. They're outsourcing it themselves. They're outsourcing it. Right. Yes. So they're marking it up, right? The the original outsource is marking it up. That's correct. And then again, their vendor is marking it up again. Yes. And then it goes to the patient. And then, right, the yes. facility bills Medicaid or Medicare, okay. right, to get, to get that that reimbursement. And so and they can't mark it up because that reimbursement's capped, yes, right? No matter capped. whatever state you're it's in. It. That's right. So that margin is razor thin, which if you're an administrator, you know, your margin is razor thin. Yeah, and so that's, that's um, right. it's even more thinner whenever that vendor eats into it. Right. That's right. That's correct. So yeah. they're having a, you know, you've got two different parties trying to supply you one thing. Wow. That's awesome. Are there, are there any other like um, alternatives to auction or is that really the main thing as far as you know, it's a cylinder approach, or is there anything else other than a cylinder approach to providing oxygen for your residents? Well, I mean, there is to some extent, but really oxygen mm-hmm. is your biggest key. Okay, cool. So what do you think is the biggest issue then? I mean, we kind of unpack the costs a little bit there. 
of oxygen, right? The multiple yes. vendors. But what's the biggest issue that operators, administrators, director of nursing are going to face it's, when it's, providing oxygen? It's supply chain and demand. So yeah. COVID, I mean, the curve, you know, with COVID to turn the world upside down, right? Yeah. And so when you have a demand there, which was specifically a respiratory demand and people being able to live and breathe and provide supplemental air to them like oxygen, then you get shortages. And not only do you get shortages, but you get shortages on aluminum. You get shortages on respiratory supplies. You get shortages on a lot of things. And that still hasn't, even though it's been a couple of years, you still have that impact, you know, that that impacted the world. So you're still getting it's not available. They're just now starting to become where it's consistently available. So consistency, sustainability, um, to be able to provide those solutions, you know, they need to be able to provide their solutions to the residents regularly and finding someone that could do that on consistent and keep it sustainable for them. It's kind of hard to find. Really? So unpack that a little bit. So when you mean hard to find, is it because the vendors are short on supply and so they their vendors are short on supplies okay. and their vendor is short on supplies and those manufacturers are trying to meet supply and demand. So depending on who you are, where you are or where you sit depends on when you get what you need in order to supply for that resident or for that patient. And so you're seeing like that domino effect. Right. So the manufacturers trying to produce, but there's a shortage on what they need to be able to produce that. And then you go down to where, okay, my vendor is trying to get it from this vendor, but this vendor's short. Same. I mean, it's right. just a domino effect all the way down, all the way, all the way down. So, you know, that's where it's that consistency and know that that supply and demand that we provide is coming to us regularly. You know, it's consistent and it's sustainable. And right. So, so now there's still some of those issues. So it, as, you know, as of course, you know, right. Mas Vita provides oxygen to, to our customers. Right. And we do mm-hmm. it direct and we can kind of unpack that in a little bit, but, yeah. you know, talking to facilities, um, you know, to, to leaders in these facilities that, that are using a different, you know, using this process of, of, of oxygen. So are, are they encountering to where they're calling their vendors and their vendors are going, uh, well, give us a week and then we'll get you your oxygen. And then they're okay. scrambling Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's huge, right? I mean, that, yeah, that's that resident needs that oxygen. That's I mean, right. I mean, there's no getting around that, right? And so mm-hmm. they're probably having the stockpile then, yes. you know, more mm-hmm. oxygen because they're scared that they're going to pick up the phone and call that vendor and that vendor's going to go, uh, it's two weeks out, you know. It's two weeks out more. before I get to, yeah. You know? Right. Yeah, Absolutely. that's crazy. So uh, talk about the transfill process and oxygen. So what does that look like? And because you talked about how the vendors kind of outsourcing the vendors. So when mm-hmm. they come and pick up your empty cylinder, yes. your, your empty oxygen tank, what happens? So they take it and then they, they just throw it away or they, yeah. or, you know, no, what does it look they, like? they t- their vendor will pick it up and then their vendor will have someone else come pick it up for them. And then they'll transport that to get them all refilled. Hopefully what they're hoping is that when they come to pick up their empties, that they're automatically being filled back in with new supply. Right. Right. So, but you still have those two steps. My vendor has to send it to a third vendor to actually get them filled. So, oh, okay. So they're not filling them in-house, right? They don't no. have the credentials. They don't have the certification no. No. to do medical oxygen, no. right? The 99% purity. No. Hmm. no. Wow. So yeah, no. that's, they don't realize that, you know, probably a lot of administrators don't realize that problem, right? What's no. going through there. And so no. this is a really great kind of 
educational moment in that sense of like let's let's unveil the curtain let's, let's unveil the back. curtain on what we really right. have to do in order to get our mm. resident supply you know right yeah no that's huge so then what do you see as an, a solution to this problem right they're they've got this vendor here that's you know this multi-tiered they actually have two or three vendors they don't realize they have two or three you have two vendors, three vendors they do they're yes. only working with one but they've got you know that domino effect there so what do you think is kind of the best solution for them in my opinion they only have really two solutions either they somehow you know invest in putting their own oxygen within the facility which in long-term care that's typically not a not an option, right? And budgeting okay. and that kind of stuff. So, because mm. it's expensive to be able to do that. So, the only other mm. solution they have is to find a one source. Okay. You know, one you, you know, a one source. In other words, they go to one one source that can provide mm. them with their tanks, with their oxygens, you know, the oxygen that they're needing for their residents and their supplies and be able to provide that. I mean, I think that's mm. the only two choices they have to be able to limit that time between when they receive their charges, I mean, all of that, to be able to see and make sure that that, you know, it's sustainable. So. Gotcha. Because you were saying doing it internally, so that's option one, but the mm -hmm. you're saying the capital, essentially the, the cash they'd have to have to build that infrastructure, right? What, what, what is that called? That's called a liquid O2, something yeah. like that? Yeah. Okay. So you have liquid O2 or, you know, basically they have their own either bulk tanks or whatever with on site, mm -hmm. you know, but that's right. That's costly. That's not cheap. Yeah, and they they'd have to build their own transfill system, and and, and then be that, able right? to support it and promote it within the building itself to where they just have the automatic, like you see in your hospitals. You know, they have their own automatic hook ins to the wall for oxygen or whatever it is that they're right. needing, and for long term care, that's really not a budget. I mean, that's not in the budget. That's not something fiscal they can reach for. Right. That makes sense. So really the only option they have is to continue to outsource. That's right. Right. Vendor on like a rent. Right. Because yes. that cost is, you know, it's it's over time. Mm -hmm. It's not a one big chunk cost. Okay. Right. That's so really there it's like, okay, we got to find a vendor then that allows yes. us to to get yes. that that responsiveness. Right. Mm -hmm. So um, I mean, we're a little biased here, but Mos Vita kind of fits that, right? I tell you, Mos, Mos Vita is doing a wonderful thing for the long-term care industry. That's awesome. In my, in my personal opinion, and I come from right. nursing and actually, you know, my career was in within geriatrics in long-term care. Um, and so knowing what we're able to provide for our, our clients, which is in turn the facilities, you know, those skilled nursing facilities to be able to transfill our own oxygen and we're regulated and we're certified and we're all of those things that we have to be able to in order to do that it cuts down a bunch of middlemen you know what yeah. i mean we we i mean we provide o2 and tanks that they are they need for their patients and or, um, or residents in order for them to maintain you know keeping that sustainability and the stability and consistency that they know they have something coming in constantly like you know it's one for one ratio in other words if we're picking up a tank we're giving you a tank you know what right. i mean and make sure that yeah. your residents are consistently supplied and so i don't know i mean based on what i'm seeing i'm pretty sure we're the only ones that are really doing that as far as a one mm -hmm. spot you know because we provide not only oxygen you know services and, and therapy but we also provide respiratory services you know and we mm -hmm. also provide you know dme equipment 
And, right. you know, so we have all these things we're providing our clients in the industry mm-hmm. and um, being able to provide and, and keep their residents, you know, active. Yeah. Well, you brought up a really great point there. And, uh, you know, you kind of highlighted there with the internal transfill, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, when a, when a customer, so correct me if I'm wrong here, but, you know, when we have someone partner with MOSFET, you know, one of our, one of our customers, um, mm-hmm. they, they give us a call or they go on our online portal, right. And they right. say, Hey, we need oxygen, um, for mm-hmm. X resident. And yes. you go, okay, we add it to the, to the delivery. Right. And that, that client, that customer may be using DME or negative yes. pressure wound therapy or respiratory yes. Yes. or hand hygiene. One of our other, other, uh, or, or they may just be using oxygen. Right. And they say, okay, we need oxygen on this schedule you know, mm-hmm. on this delivery schedule for this resident, they book all of that and it goes to us. And what, what we're doing behind the curtain is we own all of our own cylinders, right? We purchased Great. them. So That's I think true. we just got a really big order in, right? Like, we did. We did yeah. just a really big order in. So, so we have them here, you know, at our Moss Vita warehouse, we don't outsource it. Right. Yeah. And then we have a whole transfill, right? We That's actually correct. have two in Texas. We have two in Texas. Yeah. So we're consistently and constantly and sustaining oxygen because we transfer mm. our own oxygen. We don't have to utilize an outside source. Right. And our really our only outside source is buying the cylinder. And then we do have a company come fill up our big, big oxygen bulk. tank. Yeah. Bulk tank, sure. which we yes. use to transfill. Right. That's so right. there is that one vendor, but right. Yes. That, but that's three or four vendors back and probably your current vendor. Right. So that's, that's correct. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, yeah. Um, basically we would be their one true. Vendor. Right. Which is also cool because there's really no other DME, you know, DME mm-hmm. medical equipment companies mm-hmm. that are also supplying oxygen. So not yeah. only were we just, we can just, just supply oxygen to you, yeah. but it'd be like having your normal DME vendor that's bringing beds and, and wheelchairs and other equipment, bariatric stuff. And then, but we're also bringing your oxygen with all your beds. That's right? And then we've got a same day guarantee. They pick up the phone and go, we need oxygen right this very instant. We yeah. answer and we deliver, right? Guaranteed, yep. right? Guaranteed. Yeah. Which is awesome. I mean, that doesn't exist anywhere no, it else, doesn't. right? No, it no. doesn't. No. Nope. Yeah. Well, I hope everyone enjoyed this. I certainly did. Thank you again, Brandy. Um, we'll be giving y'all some more information on Mosfita. If you're at all interested in partnering with us, we'd love to have a combo and just uh, we do a full assessment of your facility. So there's no um, you know, we peel it all back, right? Peel back mm-hmm. the curtain, which was what this was about. And we just, we show you what we've got and we compare it to what you've got. And then that way you can make an educated decision. Anyway, y'all have a blessed day. Thank you, Brandy. And we'll see, see you all again soon. Back bye. 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 Thank you for tuning in to Healthcare's 8 Million Seniors. This podcast is powered by Mos Vita Health, your one source for same-day DME delivery and better facility hygiene. If you want to learn more about the healthcare solutions Mos Vita can bring to you, then visit our website at mosvitahealth.com.